the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. He has been, over the last decade, yeah, it's been a decade, a uh, enduring example of grace and faith, even while under assault. Ten years he's been in court. Ten years he's been the target of litigation and regulation from the Colorado Civil Colorado Civil Rights Commission all the way to the Supreme Court, where he was victorious in a 7-2 decision. But that didn't stop uh, the religious bigots and leftists from continuing to, and identitarians, and I repeat myself, from continuing to target Jack Phillips, who's the owner of Masterpiece Cake Shop in Colorado. Well, now he's got a book on his experience over the last decade. The book is entitled The Cost of My Faith, How a Decision in My Cake Shop Took Me to the Supreme Court. Jack Phillips joins us uh, along with his attorney, Ryan Bangert, as attorney from the Alliance for Defending Freedom, and I suggest that all guests come on the show with their attorney. So I was glad that Jack did. Jack, thanks for joining us again. Appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having us. So uh, the impetus to memorialize all that has transpired over the last decade in a in a book, what was it? Um, well, back in uh, July of 2012, uh, two men came into my cake shop and asked us to create a cake to celebrate a same-sex marriage. And I told them, you know, I'll you know, sell you other products that I have. I will you know, gladly make other custom work for you, um, indicating that I've, you know, not turning you away because of your sexual orientation. It's because of the message of the cake. Uh, wedding cake has an inherent iconic message. Um, and they swore at me, flipped me off, stormed out of my shop, and went to the Colorado Civil Rights Commission, like I said, filed a complaint, and that went through the Colorado court system then and all the way up to the United States Supreme Court, where we had a 7-2 to victory back in 2018. Yeah. Since then, yeah, how many people have come in your shop and asked you to, to you know, make similar cakes? Um, well, we've had before that probably four, maybe five uh, requests for um, cakes to celebrate a same-sex union, and we were always able to uh, communicate, you know, what what we thought and that it was the, the message of the cake that we couldn't create. But it's also not just that cake. It's we before my wife and I opened the shop way back in 1993, um, we decided what the cake cake shop would look like, and we decided that there were certain cakes we wouldn't create because of those messages. Among them being Halloween cakes, we don't cake, create cakes to celebrate Halloween, or we don't create cakes that would be anti-American or racist, or that would denigrate or degrade or insult other people, including people who identify as LGBT. We also knew that we wouldn't be able to create uh, cakes that uh, celebrate same-sex weddings. Yeah. You know, way back then, that was on really nobody's radar, and it was against the law in Colorado. Yeah, no yeah. Colorado official could endorse that from their office, but I was being forced to create a cake to celebrate. Yeah, it's um, 
it's, it's interesting how you became uh, the preeminent threat to Western civilization, according to some. So um, since your Supreme Court victory, though, as we uh, discussed last time you were on the program, but uh, just to refresh people's recollection, it hasn't stopped. You're in court today. Uh, yeah. Back in March, we just finished a trial where a, uh, an attorney here in Colorado, the day that the uh, Supreme Court announced that they were going to take our case, which is a pretty cool, crazy day, um, that very day, this attorney called our shop and asked us to create a cake to celebrate a gender transition. It would be blue on the outside and pink on the inside. Those colors were to celebrate changing from a man to a woman. And uh, we told this same person, told this person the same thing that we'll create create other cakes for you, custom work. You're welcome in our shop to buy anything you like, um, but we just can't create that cake because of the message that it does. So this person took us to the Colorado Civil Rights Commission. They sued me again, even after the Supreme Court ruled, told them in the ruling that they were treating me unequally with other bakers and that they were being unfairly hostile to me and my faith. But they took it up again, but then that was ultimately dismissed in March two years ago. Yeah, but, but I mean, don't you feel like there's agitators or instigators that are coming in? Obviously, they know you're not going to bake the cake, but they want to you know, push your buttons anyway. How do you handle that? Um, well, my faith compels the way that I treat my employees, the way I handle my marriage, and the way you know raise my family and handle my money. And it also compels the way that I treat customers come in. Even if they come in and or call me and send me hateful emails, I treat them all with the love and respect that uh, Christ wants me to. I just can't create every message that people ask me to create, but I do serve everybody. Mm. Do you ever have people come into your shop and say, hey, Jack, next time somebody tries to jackpot you, uh, why don't you call me and uh, I'll, 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 let me let me help with the dispute resolution here. I'll just keep you out of it. Any any, any calls like that? Um, well, we actually have Alliance Defending Freedom. Ryan is on the line here also. The Alliance Defending Freedom is the best in the business at handling these legal things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Constitutional rights and the freedoms that we have that we all yeah. cherish. They're even defending these rights for the people who are suing me, oddly enough. Yes, right. Uh, Someday they're going to want to unbeknownst to them. value these rights. Yeah, no, I was thinking of something sort of extra legal, but uh, yeah, you're probably handling it the better way. Um, the uh, title of the book, The Cost of My Faith. But from our conversation, so that sort of uh, suggests something, that your faith has cost you something along the way. But my sense from you, from reading about you and from talking to you, is that you don't see this as a, a particular burden that uh, this has been a, a, a struggle, even though it's been a decade, and even though it has um, imposed earthly costs, but that has actually strengthened your faith. It has. Um, you know, every American should be free to live and work according to their conscience without fear of punishment from the government. And my strength has been, my faith has been strengthened as we've gone through this, not just for the political side of it, but uh, my relationship with Christ is so much so much better and uh, stronger, our families closer together. It's been uh, beneficial in many ways. And what has this taught you about religious freedom in America? Um, religious freedom is, you know, one of the most valuable parts of our Constitution, the free speech, uh, freedom to exercise your religion, not just have one, but freedom to exercise it, and that our government is there to protect those rights. They don't give them, they don't get have the right to take them away. Their job is to protect them. And uh, going through the court system, um, being in the United States Supreme Court was an awesome, awesome experience. But 
going through all that and understanding how our system is supposed to work, unfortunately, populated by sinful people. Um, but on paper, it, its design is really, really good. And I never paid any attention to that in school. But uh, as I've gone through all this, sure. I realized how valuable and how good our system really is. You know, it's interesting because what we see happening around the world where there are not the First Amendment protections that exist in this country, natural right. Uh, we had a, an evangelical pastor that was arrested in London for preaching Genesis 1. We had mm-hmm. the, the pastor in Calgary who uh, shooed the police out of his church, arrested uh, up there. Uh, and, um, of course, those things aren't happening here, not, not yet, not exactly. And it's not only the government, it's also uh, the private sector, sort of big, woke corporations and businesses and the pressure that's applied to them. And I wonder if, separating the government side of it for a minute, you know, you're a business person, Um, not to give them any ideas, but have you had problems with dealing with vendors or um, in the operation of your business from the private sector, not the public sector? Um, well, early on, we had one of our favorite wedding venues um, uh, call and tell us that we couldn't bring cakes up there anymore. But most of our hostility has come from the government, you know, again, the, the people who are supposed to be protecting our faith. Um, the Colorado Civil Rights Commission told me at the beginning the ruling was that I have to make wedding cakes for everybody who comes in, regardless of their orientation and what kind of wedding ceremony it was, and I wouldn't even be able to help with the design of the cake. If they wanted an adult themed cake or a pornographic cake, I could not say no. So our choice was to uh, either stop making wedding cakes altogether or, you know, fold up and do create art, artwork. It's what I think it is. It's the cake is my canvas that goes against my uh, deeply held religious beliefs. So we lost that part of our business, which was a huge part as well as going to trial later on. Mm -hmm. And uh, what about, um, uh, your family members. I know you're you're in business with your family too. And have they mm-hmm. uh, have you ever gotten pressure from them or from a friend to say, you know, sort of what you hear? Some of the we've heard some of the arguments when we've talked about this story uh, at the outset is, you know, why just just make the cake? What's the big deal? Just make the cake. Like, you can relieve all this pressure. Just make the cake. Well, like I said at the beginning, my wife and I decided which cakes we could not create. Um, and we drew a line in the sand, so to speak, and that line hasn't changed. So if somebody came in today and wanted a cake for a same-sex wedding, celebrate that, we couldn't do that. And our family is pretty much completely in agreement with us. We've all grown much closer together. In fact, the Civil Rights Commission also ordered me to change my policies and retrain my staff in the errors of my ways and report to them quarterly for two years. And at that time, my mom, who was in her late 80s, was working for me, and she told me, you know, by the way, I will not be re-educated. So, thank you, Mom. I love you. <laughs> you know, that was awesome. That's cool. Uh, it's a cool family. It's a great story, if not, if, if, if unfortunately, one of uh, tr- literally trials and travails. Jack Phillips, the owner of Masterpiece Cake Shop in Colorado. The book, The Cost of My Faith, How a Decision in My Cake Shop Took Me to the Supreme Court. Pick up the book also. I mean, you can you, you can order cakes online and stuff online from you, right? Well, not cakes. Uh, we have a another website set up, Masterpiece Cake Shop, 
dot store where you can purchase other products that are shippable but cakes i'm oh for seven on shipping cakes so okay all right fair that. enough all right you can drive to colorado get and get a cake. Wrap. <laughs> uh but make make shop uh, i mean sorry i can't again masterpiece cake shop dot store is the website though for other stuff or sh- for shipping things to chicago new york wherever um yeah so all right that's Support but you can Jack. That way, but you can't ship a cake. Don't just buy his book. Support MasterpieceCakeShop.store. Get a T-shirt, a hat, whatever Jack ships. Jack, thanks so much for joining us. Good luck with the book. All right. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today.